0: Love, talk, radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this evening's Winchester Radio podcast. That was then, this is now, uh, during our summer, summer fun podcast. We are going back to first season because we did not broadcast uh in that season originally uh we started in third and uh we yeah. the next three episodes we are going to talk about tonight are Phantom Traveler, Bloody Mary and Skin. If you want to call in with any questions or comments, our call-in number is 347-205-9801. And uh, you can listen to us live on blogtalkradio.com slash media boulevard. You can find us um, on our own website, winchesterrose.com. Uh The podcast logo and Blog Talk Radio logo all in one there is on the right side of the page at the top. You can subscribe and download us through iTunes. Um, you can always find information and links to our podcast and all Supernatural News at, of course, our site and Twitter and Facebook, all uh Winchester Bros. So I think that's every possible way you can find us. You can run, but you can't hide. <laughs>
1: and we have a we have an um, app. We have an app. Oh my God, we have an app, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, podcast there's an app for that. <laughs> the website there's
0: an app for that. <laughs> and um you can well Becky,
1: where can they get what? That? Uh the links right there on our page. Um uh, if you go to Winchesterbose.com on the left side towards the bottom there's an uh a little graphic there, Winchester download the app now. And it's also in um the Android Google Play Store. Just search for Winchester Um if you have iPhone, you have to get it through our link on our website. It's not in the app store yet, but we're working on getting it there.
2: That's-
1: and it's it I have well, I think we all have iPhones and it seems to work
0: just fine on there. So if you download it through the link, it will work. No problem.
1: And I um added a couple extra um items to the app today. I added a coupon section because every now and then we get exclusive discounts for supernatural T shirts. Like we have one running this weekend for um, T Busters, the Supernatural Favorite Moments T shirt. So we'll keep that the coupons um Part of our app, um, current with the current discount we have for a supernatural T-shirt, so got that added this weekend. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very very cool. Um, okay. Um, uh, anything else we want to mention, or if we just want to start talking about, the, uh, the episodes. Maybe. Uh, well, let's let's mention on um, Dave charity real quick. Um, Dave Tigerman. Mm -hmm. Um, He and his wife and baby are going through um, a tough time right now. Um, After the birth of their baby, um, Catherine, um, Gabe Tigerman, who was Andy um, on Supernatural, he's fan favorite at all the conventions and everything. His wife, Catherine Fiore, also an actress after the birth of their baby, had some really rough times, and she's still in the hospital and having to learn how to walk again and everything, and they've got a lot of hospital bills, so... They're asking, you know, if you can help out, please help them. And we have the link for that also on the right side of our page. So you can go there if you feel like helping Gabe in his life.
0: Yes, very, very, very worthwhile saying that is for sure. Um, I was just peeking at our site and Supernatural's going back to comic Con.
1: Yeah, okay. that was announced yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And for the first year, Robert Singer is joining Jared Jensen, Misha, and Jeremy Carver, and Mark Shepard. Oh, so oh, very I, cool. I, thought it was, I, I was interesting. Robert Singer is going to be there. Yeah, very
0: very cool. I like that. I uh, enjoyed listening to him on the the first Paley Festival um, mm-hmm, DVD. Mm-hmm. DVD, and he,
1: was, and he was a lot of fun. And he's always interesting on the, um, whenever there's commentaries on the DVDs, and he does the commentary. It's always good, fun to listen to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's got a great voice, you know? He's got a really, like,
0: And he voice, he does a you
1: know? lot of voice voiceovers on the episodes, too, like he was Bob the Cat <laughs> in the, one of the, the topic episode, and he does some, like, um, Ah oh, the glamper episode, the glampers, the campers who were hanging in the trees and um they were listening to the sounds of nature. Um nature sounds. That was Bob Singer, Robert Singer doing that voice. And so he does a lot of that cool thing. Okay, so we're gonna talk about Phantom Traveler.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a I still like that episode a, a lot, a lot. I liked it the first time I, I saw it, even though the first time I saw it, and of course it's, you know, eight, eight, going on nine years ago now, um, the black coming through and then going into the eyes, I went, exiles, the black oil. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, right.
0: Right away. And and like the bathroom in the airport, that was cry check, you know, and everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, it reminds me of that. But, and that was, and that's a demon and the demons look very different now than them when they first started. And it was interesting because neither Sam nor Dean knew that much about demons. They were sort of learning as they went in this episode, which now it's like, you know, they could write books on demons and and uh um everything. So that was
1: that was interesting
0: to see.
1: I always thought it was weird that this is that it was the first time they'd heard of the demons leaving sulfur. They didn't know what the sulfur was, and they scraped it off of the propeller or whatever. And, right. you know, it's like, you grew up with John Winchester and you didn't know demons left sulfur? You know, I just always thought that was weird. What I always thought was weird was that they didn't know
0: it was sulfur until later. Like, really, you've never smelled sulfur? You've never yeah
1: in middle school yes. where,
0: they, where mm-hmm. someone threw a stink bomb? Really? You weren't the kid that threw a bomb? I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was weird that they'd never run across as much of a demon or had much information because I'd understand if they were like, you know, 10 and 14 and still young and John was still just be starting out, but they've been hunting, both of them have been hunting a very long time at this point and didn't know, so I really think all that not knowing is sort of really letting the audience word with them, you know. So, yeah, they right, do
1: things all now. Well, on but, top but, of
0: that, there's a the, there's the moment where, you know, the whole flinching at the name of God and then Sam tells Dean really was a lot of superiority that, to say it in Latin and say Cristo. And I'm like, that's not how you say God in Latin. Wait, what? No, it's
1: Christ, <laughs> not God.
0: That's and the then, that was, the, Bugs me and so then bad.
1: that was never used again in any other episodes either, so. <laughs> no, but there it was a funny moment, it though. It me immensely. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it made me laugh, too, because, <laughs> because when Dean goes, you, so? <laughs> you know, like, really, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what what I, I, know. One of the, like, favorite things about shadow Traveler that, so the show drops the ball on a lot is it's it's the Smart Dean episode because that's mm-hmm. when we introduced to the EMS meter out of a Walkman. And we have, despite the fact that they're both wrong, Dean telling Sam, I'm not stupid or not an idiot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, you know, skip down a few years and Dean's got a fairly functioning knowledge of Greek of. Greek mythology, whatever, my issue, but still. <laughs> I really I really wish that that would have been a better maintained that Dean is mm-hmm. self, self-sufficiently smart.
1: Yes, he is a very smart guy, and I hate when they mm-hmm. started and down, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and he's not, he's a different
0: kind of smart than Sam, and it always, and it's still Bugs me, so I, 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 you know, I'm sorry. I guess I just can't let it go. That, that Sam's so like, superior, big deal about the EMF meter that Sam built it, and he's so, he's so proud. And I have such so an issue sad. with how rude he is about it. Yes, yeah, so I'm like, oh, poor Dean. He's so proud, and he says, you know, I, I, I you know, I, I, I made it myself. It's homemade. <laughs> And he's so proud of him Sam just kinda of like Yeah. So I'm like I I, I put it <laughs> off to him being young and so much happening in his life and you know he he's lost his full college career, just died, he's having nightmares, he hasn't slept. There's a million things going on. I'm like, okay, I, I guess do. I would sort of like, like to agree with you, but I feel more like if all that's going on in your life, you're really gonna take the time to be sullen about your brother's invention, really? <laughs>
1: I just yes, take it as, you are. <laughs> I just take it that he's being a jerky little brother, because mm-hmm. I have two. I have two little brothers, um, which they're not little now. My youngest just turned thirty, but um, they, you know, that's totally the way they, you know, if I had done something like that, that's totally the way they would ask, Even though inside they're thinking, "Well, oh, that's pretty cool. She was able to do that," you know. But that's how they would. That's how they would say it to me because they wouldn't want me to know. They actually
0: thought that was
1: cool, you know. So, mm-hmm. okay, they would have done that at like
0: fourteen, fifteen. But at, oh no, at, they would
1: do that. They would do that now. <laughs> oh, it no. never. Oh. I
0: don't think it ever ends. I I really, no. I really no. don't.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I'm so
0: glad I'm an only child. Well, like, well I'm an only like, child as, as well, but I I just I just know it just never. <laughs> Just
1: here's here's a perfect example of it. A, a couple weeks ago, I posted on Facebook a graphic. Um, Some said it says that the oldest sibling tends to have the higher IQ, and so I posted it and tagged both of my brothers in it because they're both younger. I mean, younger than me, and said, um, "So um, yeah, you know, this is pretty much true in our family, isn't it?" And you know, since I'm the oldest, teasing <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. And so, um, <laughs> Dale, the brother who's right under me, he's um, four and a half years younger than me, he wrote back and said, well, it tends to not always, and doesn't matter, we still love you, teasing me back. And, you know, meaning, you know, he was smarter than me, but he, he didn't specifically mention himself. So I wrote back and said, yeah, Dustin, who is the youngest one of us is, I said, yeah, Dustin is pretty smart. you know.' So, you know, we had that whole teasing thing going back and forth right there, and we're 30, um, you know, almost 40 and over 40 you know so <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah i it's like nobody in your family knows how to push your buttons yeah and nobody anywhere knows how to push your buttons better than your family and no matter how how old you are and you have like a full time job and a family and everything and else and then it's like your mom or your dad can just like just put you right back as a little kid, you know, in, like, two seconds. So I, 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 yeah, I think your yeah. family can do it. Somebody else, Dean, no, but but Sam doing that, or Dean doing saying something that Sam, it's the same thing. So, yeah.
1: And um, what I like about that, um, Dean making that um, whole, the Walkman thing and talking about uh, how, sulfur and how they didn't know what sulfur was. It's kind of the same thing there when um, he, Sam asked, you know, what is that? And he says, EMF reader It detects electromagnetic frequencies like Sam Mm -hmm. doesn't know that. You know, it's like, yeah, of course, Mm -hmm. Sam knows that. He grew up with you. Yeah. You know. And that's
0: the tough thing about having that kind of show and having to give the exposition. And they still have that issue where, and they, as a result, they have to make Dean the dumb one a lot because just for audience expositioning, you're like, "Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's also an underestimating of your of your audience because mm-hmm. I've watched – we've all a lot of us have watched other shows with EMS meters. And also, if you don't understand something, Google it after the episode. Yeah. but <laughs> like, you don't know? Yeah. look it up. <laughs> Go look it up. There's um, no shame in Google. No. No, no. I live and die by Google every day. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> <laughs> But, and, then, and another thing we saw in this uh, episode is them with the fake IDs, the fake identities, mm-hmm. Homeland Security. That's still early on that. And the first time, I guess, they had to go get suits. And Dean's saying, oh, I feel like the Blues Brothers. And, and, well, we've got to look about and, like, that now. Too, like, I, you know, was, yeah, I was watching this thinking, you know, now they put out a suit for every other episode. And it's so weird mm-hmm. to see Dean so uncomfortable about it. Mhm. And you know, they've turned into quite the suit connoisseurs. You know, they have all these different suits mm-hmm. and now. Dean's expanded into you know sweater vests and, <laughs> <laughs> and ties and very and nice and ties. Hands. Yeah.
1: So yeah, but it's it was kind of fun to see that. Do that again.
0: And I like them um seeing um uh, Jerry, the when they done a case uh-huh, show before uh-huh. with John mm-hmm. so they could talk about John and um he was he was cool. And there's like a couple of fun little things in there, like when they're saying, Well it was a poltergeist and some random worker goes, Poltergeist, I love that movie And he's like Chop <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> little thing. And, and Jerry was played by Brian Markinson who we saw this last season as um Amelia's dad. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. And I mean, I
0: know they have to like there's only so many actors in the Canadian pool up there. <laughs> but they think they think oh they'll they'll forget you know that so and so was in this episode you know and on the show like six or seven years ago and I'm like no they won't they never do no <laughs> <laughs>
2: we always know. I don't think
0: they've gotten to I don't think they're at a point where they think that we're gonna forget I think it's really become like a wink wink nudge kind of thing especially like after mm-hmm. we had Alfie, the you know return You're like yeah we're so gonna notice that you know we're gonna notice that. So I think I think it's just become almost like a, like a game for them, which mm-hmm. I like.
1: Yeah, I I um, think what um what I remember from this episode from the from when I first watched it when it aired during the first season, what I took out of this episode the most was how um, how much I loved seeing at this time. You know, we hadn't <laughs> we'd never seen seen being emotional or anything. You know, we hadn't seen that yet. And so we just, you know, we thought of Dean as the big bad, tough guy, you know, who, you know, the big cool with all the women, always cool, never shows, you know, a soft side. And then this episode showed that he was afraid of flying. Mm-hmm. And we got and I just absolutely love when the plane is crashing and Dean is back there, you know, against the wall and the door back there, you know, making these faces. Mm-hmm. It is so funny. <laughs> and yeah. I that I just absolutely love that. That uh, that was my favorite thing when it first aired, and it's probably my favorite thing now. Is just Jensen playing Dean scared, and it's so funny, and I just love it.
0: Yeah, me too. Because like like you said, you know, he was supposed to be the big bad hunter, not afraid of anything, and he's got a very mundane fear that a lot of people have. He's afraid to fly, and he tells him, he says, "Why do you think I drive? So I drive everywhere." You know? <laughs> and but I as opposed to the e, the EMF meter, Sam is very kind and understanding, you know, because he's like, well, okay, I'll go do it by myself. And Dean says, no. And he's like, well, I'm not seeing another option here, Dean. You know, he's trying to be very understanding and kind, but they got to do their job. So I, I liked it. He's, he's pretty good for a long time, surprisingly good to him. And, and we got, you know, fun things like uh, Dean humming Metallica, you know, makes me feel better and – and all that. So, yeah, it was, it's a, and, and it still carries on. They they have remembered that Dean is afraid of flying, and he still doesn't handle it that well, didn't he? When they were flying to Scotland, didn't he, like, throw up the entire way? Which mm-hmm. really must yeah, have been yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> must have been fun for Sam, you know, sitting next to him for eight hours or whatever the flight was, and poor Dean throwing up every chance he got. W- mm.
1: And then in second season, and um, we got the great line, you know, planes planes crash and clowns kill, you know, <laughs> they brought that back. <laughs> oh yes, another classic. I love that. <laughs> um,
0: and I also I was thinking that watching it again, that both Sam and Dean are much smoother and quicker to come up with lies and cover stories and getting information out of people because Dean is just stumbling all around trying to get Amanda to not go on that flight, you know, and he's making all the wrong choices. Like, you know, your sister has been in a car accident. No, she has, and I just talked to her, you know, and, and that kind of thing. And they're, they're much better at that sort of thing. Now, of course, they've gotten better with practice and it's a little bit sad that they lie so easily, but it was kind of fun to see him, sort of not so good at it. Sam was much more sympathetic and empathetic in those days too. He's much more practical and pushy these days with some of their some of their
2: clients.
1: Which you know? that makes me. I always think when you talk about Sam, he he used to be more quiet and calm, and like you said, empathetic with with the people mm-hmm. in peril in Bloody Mary. I always think of the scene where he was talking with Charlie, and she, you know, is afraid to look at anything mm-hmm. with glass because of the reflection. And, he's, you know, he talks to her nice and quiet, almost like a whisper. And, you know, you, Sam doesn't do that anymore. Mm-mm. He, he no. did it a lot in the first season.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course,
1: which he, for me is funny because that's
0: mm-hmm. back when that's back when Sam was really not like it. Took a long time for me to realize that Sam was my favorite character, but at that time it wasn't. So when he would do that really sensitive thing, I couldn't stand it back then. It was so, because <laughs> it was it felt it felt like it was coming from an artificial place mm-hmm. for me, me as a viewer. So it used to drive me nuts. Like I could not stand for him to talk to me like that during this. Whatever it was I was going to, I'd be like, you know what? No, stop with your doctor Phil stuff. I don't want to hear you. So <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. I I prefer his more direct approach now than his like faux sincerity. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a personal thing.
1: I kind of um, miss it though. I'd like to hear that I'd like to hear that quiet, calming voice every now and then still. So. hmm. Yeah. Well, I
0: actually think I think he did mean it. At, at the time. You know, he's a very different person now. Oh, definitely. Um, you know? Um, also, when he's... he's trying to find out from Sam what 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 is about the nightmares, what else is going on, because he keeps having nightmares about Jessica and what happened to her, and of course we find out that he'd been having those nightmares before she was killed, and... But he doesn't tell he doesn't tell Dean that, and he tell and he he says to Dean, you know you're my brother and I would die for you. And I'm thinking, well, you will, you know, you <laughs> will,
1: right,
0: right. It's so, <laughs> like now after after season nine and going back to season eight and now going back to one again. That I haven't gone back to season one in so long. All the. The precursors and the portents, and you're like, oh, 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 that's gonna hurt later. Oh, that's really mm-hmm. gonna hurt later. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, you're gonna die for your brother more than once.
1: Yeah, you well, know. And
0: in you have the, you know, you have Dean, you know, legally dying for the first time, and him saying, you know, how many times do you get to go to your old funeral? Thinking you have several opportunities to try that again. Yes. yes, right. Yay! Just, just <laughs> <get out>. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's that very funny. It's like a lol cat or like a meme, and it's somebody is like, you know, I'm I'm dead, and then Buffy says, "Ha, I died twice," and then it's Sam and Dean laughing hysterically and going, "Bitch, please!" <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has more dying experience than
1: Dean Winchester. No. Um If we're going to uh, move into Bloody Mary, I like how, looking back at it, how it was so much of a Jess episode, you know, when at the time, you know, we you don't really think of it that way, but looking back at it, it was very much an episode about Jess. And mm-hmm. I... Did, uh, did we ever find out what that vision of Jess was at the end? Was that really her ghost? Was that just Sam imagining it? Did we ever find that out? It was never, I and mean, never
0: anything I've seen as confirmed. No. I always, I always took it as you know Sam letting her spirit rest,
1: mm-hmm. not
0: an actual vision of her.
1: Yeah, that was such not, a pretty not scene. A, I, not a, I love not, that not scene.
0: Spirit, by the way. It was just a beautiful, beautiful scene. I just, I liked it a lot. And, and I know and there was a lot wanted, of... I always wanted an explanation as to why Dean's eyes bled. Mm-hmm. And we still don't have it. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Something else that fandom has not let go.
0: <laughs> it's like, quick Eight line? years, I can let the amulet go. The amulet, that's fine. I will let that one go, but I really want to know why Dean's eyes bled, too.
1: I can no. remember, I can remember us finding out something, and um, fans were like, "Oh, that explains why Dean dies." But for the life of me, I cannot remember what that was.
0: And nothing ever confirmed. It was just cutting kind a of, you know, fan wank it away kind of thing. But nothing right. has ever been actually said in canon for so that to be the reason why. Mm-hmm. There are all kinds of ways you can fan wank it, but I want, I want, I want canon. I like canon. I, yeah, it'd
1: be maybe, nice to know. Um, I, I remember that when this episode aired There was a lot of people wondering If Jess was now a woman in white You know, because she was standing there in the white dress mm-hmm. I remember Right Huh I remember seeing yeah,
0: stuff cause about that Yeah, because it's not what she died in That's not what she died in It'd be like Mary you know, but we don't wearing know. that We don't know what she was buried in Well, that's true uh, was there anything Because her hair is also completely different. Yeah. She <laughs> actually she looks like Tyra <laughs> from Friday Night Lights. That's how
1: she looks. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Such a great character. Watching um, Bloody Mary again today, it I you know, it makes me wish Supernatural did more of the Urban Legend stories again because those were mm-hmm. really yeah. Yeah. That
0: was, that was a, that was a fun one. It's it's so funny. I, you know, I watch Supernatural, you know, I go back to X-Files, Buffy, you know, angels, scary stuff. And I watch it any time of the night and I go right to sleep. But that episode, I had to make a point of watching like during the day because <laughs> I have like a <laughs> thing with mirrors, <laughs> you know, and like, off the mirrors and, and it just it's too creepy for me it's like that's my like, a, like it's like a trigger for me so it's like anything
1: else acts ah, whatever <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> well, well, the, and the first time just, I watched that episode mm-hmm. it was during the day I was watching the DVDs and I was watching it with my best friend and her older sister and she mm-hmm. freaked she was like I'm not finishing this episode goodbye and it was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon she was like nope mm-mm. she couldn't have yeah. joking about it nothing she mm-hmm. was
1: just not having it
0: yeah, and I really,
1: there ha- I can't think of any episodes within the last few years that are so scary that anybody would turn it off because it's so scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that—that's—I don't know. There's just something about the about the mirror,
0: like I, I can't do it. Um, it might stem from the fact that many years ago, they've since moved, but I have um, friends, and they ha- uh who owned a, ha- a haunted house here in town and it was one of those things it was it was it had so much going on and so much haunting that that skeptical people would come in they would be complete scully people when they came in and when they left they would be molder (laughs) they would be complete (laughs) believers that's what kind of of really um terrifying sometimes terrifying house was like and when their, their little girl was she was little, she was probably like two or three. And they had a an old vanity and it. it had like like a triple mirror, like a three mirror and a, and like a little seat or whatever. And she would sit in front of it and carry on conversation, you know, at three and not just like little kid fun stuff where you think, Oh, she's just playing. No. She would be looking at
1: someone
0: and carrying on a conversation and that's not like not oh, wow. the only thing that she used to, do. yeah, it
1: was very scary, very,
0: very scary because, you know, little kids and animals are a little bit more open, they susceptible to that, you know. Um, I know some people watch Supernatural and just think it's all fiction and for fun and then and, and some people like very much believers in the paranormal, which, you know, it's like
2: whatever, it's
0: fine, but, but yeah, this house would have made a believer out of you (laughs) it was just overwhelming (laughs) sometimes yeah yeah i mean i could like fill a podcast with stories about it that's that's how much it was (laughs) um anyway we have a caller
1: (laughs) oh yay yay
0: so uh, caller i'm gonna put you on the air hello hi radio
2: hi Hi. how are you tonight good I'm calling from Sarasota, Florida, and uh, I just wanted to comment on the Bloody Mary episode. I've never missed an episode, like many fans, for from season one. And um, at the time, my son was eight years old, and he was always attracted to, like many kids, the um, the excitement of getting frightened, not terrified, but, you know, scared. Yeah, And he started out with Scooby-Doo, and, you know, I, I didn't have him watching this show with me. Actually, it was uh, past his bedtime for quite a while <laughs> when mm-hmm. it first started out. But uh, when he actually saw the Bloody Mary um, episode, he told all of his friends at school about it. And that's what actually got him interested in it at first because uh, he knew I had it on DVD and some of the kids on the playground, we're talking about it. And after he saw that episode, he had a mirror in his bedroom, and we had to take it out of his bedroom. Oh. And since then, it's it's actually kind of cute, because he he became a Supernatural fan, and Mm -hmm. uh, his older brother did too. And now I have uh, the neighbor girls that are about 10 or 11 years old, and they ask to watch some of the episodes. And the one neighbor girl, halfway through the Bloody Mary episode, said, that's it. I can't watch anymore." But every time <laughs> she comes back, she wants to watch that one.
1: And I agree.
2: <laughs> they get hooked on it. It's not that terrifying fear. It's that, you know, that curious, you know, excitement, adrenaline thing from when we're all mm-hmm. doing sleepovers when we're kids. And Mm -hmm. I I just thought it was great that the uh, first couple of years, the stories were so, like you said, urban legend. And I really wish uh, they would get back to some of that. I understand because of the play in the storylines, they they can't um, get all the way back to it. But there was also, like, um, I I realize we're not talking about that tonight, but some of the, uh, like, trickster stories where they were kidding around with each other and teasing each other a lot more mm-hmm. when they were younger.
1: Mm-hmm. If
2: they got mm-hmm. back to that and the urban legends, I think um, a lot of their fan base, I, that they'll never lose, but I think they'd really make them happy because I really think Bloody Mary was, like you said, one of uh, one of the best mm-hmm. urban legends. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, yeah, I totally agree. I
1: completely agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they're definitely. really
2: Because of because of the DVDs And, you know, just on a rainy day Or when I'm house cleaning I'll throw them in And uh, the neighborhood kids will come around And they actually get hooked on these earlier ones When the plot line mm-hmm. is not too, too uh, embedded um, Because of the urban legends You know, like in the orchard With, you know, the monster Within the apple orchard Ones like that Um, And Mm -hmm. they get addicted. And, you know, instead of just watching, you know, the latest and greatest vampire diaries, they go on uh, some of the websites and and check out some of the supernatural uh, stories. So they're young supernatural fans. (laughs) I'm doing Mm -hmm. my part. I'm I'm doing my (laughs) part. I'm trying to get them them all addicted. (laughs)
0: Yeah, for generations. Well, I also think part of Bloody Mary is that a mirror is a very everyday mundane object that everybody has in their house. It's like it's like what Stephen King and Steven Spielberg knew. You know, it's like your your family dog. You know, turns you know insane and and tries to eat everybody. Then Cujo. You know, and it's or Steven Spielberg and Jaws. Everybody goes to the beach. You know, and whatever. So they, it's like you know. Demons and angels and you know Lucifer and all that. It, they're scary, but they're not real, you know. To, to they're not like right. something we really totally understand and see and deal with every day. It's like you said, you had to take the mirror out of his room because you know, everybody has it. So yeah, that's, that's a good way to it
2: it. terrible. Oh. Mom, I can't sleep at night. Can you please? First, he wanted the mirror covered, and then that the, the look of that alone. Scared him, so it was the next day, and you know, my uh, his dad wasn't too happy. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was really cute. I mean, he not scarred mm-hmm. emotionally. It was, you know, you know, mm-hmm. it, it might have been a little intense for him, but he he just watched the show every week. He thought it was great,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and good. he still does. Still does. Well, I, I just doing? want to say thank you, thank you for having the program on. It's, it's interesting. Thank you. Oh,
0: thank you. And, and fun, you're Thanks. Florida, Florida listener. I'm a Florida, I'm a Florida person. I'm on the other coast, West Palm area. Yeah, nice and hot. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, hot and humid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to summer in Florida. <laughs>
2: That's right. Hello. Have a good night. Thanks. Thanks thank you. for calling. Uh, Thank you. Bye.
1: Bye. And talking about scariness of Bloody Mary and everything, it's like, okay, I'm an adult. Rationally, I know that Bloody Mary doesn't exist and all that thing, but I still, you could not pay me to stand in front of a mirror and say that three times. (laughs) You know, I don't do it. Yeah, I wouldn't either. It's like, you (laughs) know, let's safe and sorry. (laughs) Well, I, I
0: was very I, much. I can't remember her name. I can't remember the character's name right now. But the the girl in the yellow shirt that dies. I'm that jerk. I'm that jerk. That's going to stand in front of the mirror and say Bloody Mary three times just to freak my friends out. Like I don't have that <laughs> fear component.
1: I <laughs> can't remember I, what her like her character's name was, but it was played by Shailen Simon. Too. I love the actress, but I can't remember what her ac- her name was. In the- I can't either.
0: I just watched the episode, but yes, I'm that jerk. I'm the jerk that's going to say Bloody Mary three times and freak
1: (laughs) my friend out. You're not not allowed to say it with me. You're not allowed to say it around me. I'll (laughs) say you in
0: two months anyway. (laughs) Uh, You better tape those those light switches up because I'm going to turn them down. Uh, But I do agree with our caller because... I honestly sometimes wonder if the first episode hadn't been based on Woman in White or in my area, what we call La Llorona, if I would have continued to be interested in the show because that is what really sucked me in. Because it was an urban legend that I grew up with that version of, a version of it. And it's there's a even very
1: one in, yeah, there's even one in my little town. We have a, um, at Cumberland Falls, there's a supposedly a white woman, uh, a woman in hmm. white, you know, who, um haunts the river there. So, yeah, even here we have that. Yeah, ours, we have the big,
0: I live right by the Rio Grande River, and so we have, and because our population is predominantly Hispanic, we call her yeah, La Llorona, and she cries at night for her children that she drowned. Hmm. So it was this 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 connection, this way to identify was one of those things. Because. With an urban legend, you kind of forget that every area has that version of it. You think it's just in your area because you're raised to believe that it happened. Mm-hmm. So clearly, it happened in your area. It couldn't have happened in Massachusetts, no, because it happened here.
1: <laughs>
0: and so I do often wonder: had they led with a different urban legend, would I have would I have stuck with the show? Would I have had that identifying marker? Because I really don't know. Um, hmm. Because had they opened with Bloody Mary, I probably wouldn't have. Because I don't, that doesn't scare me. And when I watched Bloody Mary the very first time, I remember thinking, oh, well, that chick looks like a total ripoff of Samara from The Ring. Mm. Which The Ring does um, terrify me, though. That's like the one thing in life that scares well, me,
2: so
1: there's that. <laughs> Florida, but, um, we
0: don't have I I do. I do think that they would benefit occasionally going back to the roots of that and having um, Mm -hmm. an urban legend episode. And not that I have an issue with the lore of the angel or the bringing in the angels. I really don't. Um, Mm -hmm. But sometimes it just, sometimes I feel like I'm watching a different show. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do
1: sometimes. So I would I would the
0: occasional throwback.
1: Yeah. It's yeah, it's, okay. it's like um X-Files the later seasons of X-Files felt like a totally different show than the first 3 seasons did. So I you know, mm-hmm. I think I think Buffy is probably the only show that pretty much stayed the same throughout yeah. its whole run, you know, uh felt the same to me, you know, through the whole run. And even Whereas, and even Buffy in
0: a way cuz you get to you know, you you get to season right around season 4 where you kind of go wasn't this about vampires? Why, why are we in an underground government lab with a cyborg? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I think every show does it. Every show, especially ones mm-hmm. for a, a long time, and it can't get stagnant. So it does yeah. that way. But like with Buffy, you know, it always came back to the vampires. And I would, where it was supernatural, yes, of course, it always comes back to the brothers, which uh, that's the actual point of the show. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't mind coming back to to the urban legends mm-hmm. as well. Just every now and then, just as a throwback. Um, I they they use little bits of urban legends sometimes in other episodes. I'm like what was it was called, wasn't it? Family remains and. Yeah, she had her was, hand down by the side of the bed, and she thought the dog was licking her hand, but, of course, the dog is mm-hmm. long gone and dead. It's actually the creature. That's that's an urban legend. So there's little bits and pieces yeah.
1: there, in there. And even... Um, <laughs> uh, I can't think of the name of the episode. Well, it was season three, so it's kind of an uh, uh, older one, with the um, doctor who was going around stealing or- people's organs. And in that episode, yes. mm-hmm. you had the guy... Who was left in a tub of ice in a motel room after his kidneys were stolen, you know, that right there is an urban legend, you know. And- mm-hmm. yeah.
0: yeah, right. <laughs> I will say, uh, to sign with and being completely like random about it, that was the actual episode, I have to say, that I fell in love with Supernatural, and it was 100% good James Hetfield reference. Uh, because... <laughs> You know, that wasn't a really timely reference in 2005 or 2006 when I watched the episode. That it was one of those, like, oh my God, you, 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 like, what? And it was, you know, if you don't know who Metallic is, you don't know who James Hetfield is, it goes over your head. And I like things that are semi obscure like that. Mm hmm. So that was actually the moment that I was like, oh, oh, this show. I love this
1: show. (laughs) And I had that moment with Skin. I really liked the show when I started watching from the pilot, but I didn't, like, say this is just the greatest show ever until Skin. I loved Skin, and it's still to this day one of my favorite episodes. Oh, I I think
0: Skin was the first episode that I thought was, no disrespect Supernatural, and I mean this with all the love in my heart, and it's not going to sound. I don't mean it the way it's about to sound. It's the first episode I thought was really, like, really good. Not just, oh, this is good, but really, really good.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I completely agree. And I think I always like I've always liked when the main good guy of the show, you know, turns into a bad guy. And you know, mm-hmm. i read due to an illness or, you know, he goes crazy due to uh, some demon making him crazy, whatever. I'll, I've always loved that. And so seeing, even though it's not Dean, but everybody thinks it's Dean, seeing this evil Dean, I just loved it. And I loved the scene where um, him and Becky, which, first of all, that the first Becky on the show, and I can't tell you how many times I would rewind the scene, and this is so embarrassing to say, but I'm going to say it, the scene where um, Evil Dean would, was telling Sam that, um, you know, Dean would bang would bang Becky if he had a chance. I was like, yeah, okay, let's <laughs> hear that again. Okay, okay, let's hear that again. <laughs> but um, the scene where um, Dean attacks Becky in the house, that scene mm-hmm. was just so well acted and just, Mm -hmm. It's a great scene And Dean Jensen Just plays evil so well We don't get to see him do that You know very Mm -hmm. much No um, and I've
0: always said I don't know what it is What it says about me That I mean I watched Jensen and Dark Angel And didn't really I liked the character But I don't remember thinking That guy's hot No I was too busy Too busy really kind of checking out Jessica Alba most of the time but whatever and Michael Weatherly so Jensen was just nah I didn't care Mm -hmm. so I don't know what it says about me that the first time I really thought wow that guy is hot is when he's running from the cops brandishing a knife mutilating a person that's the first time I was like, this guy is attractive. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, psychologically, we're not going to examine that about me, but, yeah. I,
1: I, I've i always wanted to know, and I, I want to, you know, have to ask this at a convention sometime, when in, in the scene where he's attacking her and she, she yells at him and he screams right back at her. Oh, I, I love you that. You know, I love that, and I want to know, was it, Scripted, or did you, did Jensen just do that? Because I just I love I think that is so good. I love that. And then he I like steps over he steps over an ottoman or something, going after her. And I you know I just love that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always
0: love when I, when an, an evil character is so instead of just being like flat out blah ha ha is mocking of your fear.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well. Oh, his next one is evil. And yes. the fight between,
0: the, chore- the choreography between Sam and Dean's uh, fight in that episode is fantastic. I've forgotten how much I enjoy that fight scene. It's so good. It's a good mm-hmm. scene. You know, and I love where you see Jared as Sam when he's laying there after Dean uh, plunges a knife into the pool table, how he calculates how he's going to get out of that. Like the strategy involved,
1: mm-hmm, and
0: mm-hmm. and then you get into the hand to hand combat, and it kind of harkens to all the the ideas of how he was raised, how John taught them, you know, the, the drills mm-hmm. and the strategies, and it all all in that one little moment, you understand all that.
1: And and and, and there's a lot of blocking and things, which you know I like mm-hmm. seeing that kind of fighting. It's, it's really really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm going to, I'm going to oh, go the oh.
1: shallow route. Okay. Okay. Good. We love that.
0: So I was going to go the shallow route with, um, not just skin, but phantom traveler. Um,
1: I knew you were going to go there.
0: <laughs> of course. I know exactly where you're going as soon as you go shallow. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It can't be pointed out enough. It can't be mentioned enough at the very beginning of Phantom Traveler, um, motel room, and Sam's gone out for breakfast, but Dean is still asleep, and he's not sure. And the camera, totally unnecessarily but perfectly fabulously, pans all the way up. Jensen lying in the bed with boxer briefs and a T-shirt, and it's just, just wonderful scene, just beautiful picture, just a beautiful picture that, of course, uh, skin. He's shirtless. Of course, he's, like, pulling off body parts eventually. But
1: <laughs> the a little bits of it where it's like, oh.
0: Which, that how I say that that I don't scare Evie, but I do have, you know, everybody has their, like, Ugh, things. And uh-huh. whenever someone's, uh-huh. you know, we've, we've, I've talked about this, whenever someone is scrambling and their nails break and bleed, it's such a terrifying thing for me. Uh-huh. Whenever somebody does that on television, it's the moment I think, I'm never going to fight for my life. I'm going to roll <laughs> over and die because I would rather die than try to climb a mountain and have my nails snap off and bleed. You can just kill me. Oh, I'm not going to fight. it's that that just really gross stomach feeling. However, going yeah. back to that Traveler where I say that, you know, I at that point I didn't really think much in the way of shallowness towards Jensen mm-hmm. or Dean so I remember and it still happens to me whenever I watch that scene I'm just going your legs are really hairy like the back of your thighs are <laughs> super hairy <laughs> I would have thought that you that hairy <laughs> but you much hairier than I thought you'd be that's all my brain does through that whole scene <laughs> that's that's all you take away from that <laughs> that oh is God. all I take away from it to this day <laughs> <laughs> I I have that, a, I've seen much worse out there, but believe me, but no just, uh, for anybody who was so a buffy angel fan, if you remember this uh, uh when Oz goes to visit Angel and Angel finally gets the gem of Amara and he steps into the sunlight oh,
1: and yes. Oz
0: uh-huh. says, pale, paler than most people My brain goes, You're hairy,
1: hairier than most people
2: every single
1: time. Well I think about it in that scene when Oz is talking about how pale and Joyce is like, um, "You're probably paler than he is, Oz. I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> well, uh,
0: randomly, my friend, um, my same best friend, she tells me that she quotes that to me all the time because, despite the fact that I am half black and half Mexican, um, I'm really much paler than people would think I would should be for my ethnicity, and she is Mexican. 100%, and she's so much darker than me, so she constantly quotes that line to me just to get <laughs> my <state> about
1: it.
0: <laughs> like, self tanner doesn't even stick to me. It's the most <laughs> bizarre thing. I absorb color, and so yeah, she constantly quotes that to me, constantly. Today, when um, I
1: started to watch the episodes, I... Because it's easier than going to get out the DVDs, and I've got them on my Amazon account, and which I can watch through my DVD player. I just, you know, went through to my Amazon account, and, and I started with Skin because I haven't seen it for forever, and I started playing it. And, and you know, the beginning scene is Inagata Vida. Well, some other song is playing, which I think it's the same way on Netflix. Oh, that's I and,
0: forgot the the. The purchase online versions are different, right? Right, that. and I'm
1: like, I'm like, no, I am not watching this with the wrong song because that beginning mm-hmm. scene with Inagata Devita playing is so good. And so I went and got out my DVDs and put them in to watch it so I could have the right music.
0: It does make a difference. And, um, and speaking of music, it's everywhere in these early episodes, little bits yes, and pieces. Yes, that's were, what I was going to say. That's one thing I so miss is. Not only getting the classic rock, but what I really realized I missed was, you know, we get in skin where we get in the God of the but we also get Hey Man, Nice Shot.
1: Oh, that's one of my oh. favorites. too, Yeah, and mm, then
0: um,
1: even so that's you more know, Even than, getting
0: than Supernatural for me. Um, I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have that problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, sorry. And then. <laughs> You know, even even just the contemporary things that kind of place you in the moment. When in Bloody Mary, we have um, Sugar going down swinging, and it just it sets the tone for that scene. Mm. And we don't we don't we don't get that anymore. And you know, or I in fact, how we're getting Working Man.
1: I think in Bloody Mary is also the first time we get a Death Leopard song. Um, when they are going down the road you can hear Rock of Ages playing in the background. And then uh we hear Death Leopard again, I believe it's Rock of Ages again in bugs when Sam is laying on the car. I love that love that scene. And Dean mm. comes out after gambling or whatever. And mm-hmm. then of course my favorite what, oh, you know, it seems like they like to use Rock of Ages all the time. My favorite has been in um Swan Song when Dean puts the cassette in and you hear the Mountain mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. globin part. It's like I love that they love Death Leopard, but apparently they only love Rock of Ages by Death Leopard. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a
0: great moment.
1: One of my favorite
0: musical moments of the show ever, ever, ever is actually in Bloody Mary when you get "Last I Nearly Died" because that's yes. my favorite Stone mm-hmm. song number one, and it just fits so perfect.
1: And Probably one of my all-time favorites would be in – when when we hear – oh, sorry, Lily's barking. When we get um, Don't Fear the Reaper in Faith, that's a great moment.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Another great moment.
1: And it seems like, you know, in the first season, every episode ended with a song. And, you know, I I really, really, really missed that. That was just so cool. And I do – you know, I
0: understand intellectually that it costs money to use songs and money takes up the budget that we would get for locations and special effects and but doesn't mean I don't miss it cuz I do. Right.
1: I do too. And it's, it's like when whenever you think of the show you think of the great music moments like, you know, in Night Shifter, you know, it's yeah, the great, you know, at the end there, and um, I always think of the Boston moments and All Hell Breaks All Hell Breaks Loose Part One at the mm. beginning, and I love you that. know, it's just so many great music moments.
0: Um, I love Dean mowing the lawn to Wonderful World. By yeah, that's, a good one. yeah. <laughs>
1: that's such a
0: great one. Such a great moment. You. So one of my very favorite moments has no music at all. It's when Sam is about to go into the pit in Swan Song, and it's all <gasps> and it little so- flashbacks, and it's totally silent yes. except for the sound of the wind. And it just yeah gives me chills. It's so beautiful. That is one part of Swan Song I really do like. So there you go. Oh,
1: yay. I well, we found you're something. Yeah, yay. It's Here. not. I, I, I guess
0: I don't <laughs> hate the episode. I just, it's just nowhere near my top 10 or 20 or
1: 30. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, uh-huh. if
0: I think I counted. I think it made the top 50.
1: It did make the top 50. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you're wrong. You're wrong, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. It, can't it can't be wrong but, if it's an opinion. Well, your opinion is wrong because it's just a fact that Swan Song could be in everybody's top five, okay? <laughs> Incorrect. Oh, <God. laughs>
0: but, yeah, I love that moment. Just nothing but the sound of wind. Yeah, just that gorgeous. is a really, a really good moment. Really well Beautiful. done. And, of course, we have to mention Carry On My Wayward Son. It's, um, oh yes, a condition.
1: Yep.
0: And I don't think um condition.
1: everybody remembers that it actually what didn't play for the season finale for first season. It was on no, it Salvation. But, this episode mm-hmm. before the finale?
2: Mm-hmm. And now we
1: get it for the finale. And I remember, even though we're not talking about that episode this podcast, but since we're talking about the music, that... um first time you know when we got carry on our wayward son and we got that great montage at the beginning for the you know the road so far and i was so glad i had videotaped that uh you know i had i had a vcr then and i was so glad that i so i could have that to keep for forever because you know how fan videos are so you know i love fan made videos i Watched them for Xbox, Buffy, and then you know I've been watching them for Supernatural, and it was just like a fan video, you know. And I mm-hmm. the uh, and I was so excited to see that the show did that, and mm-hmm. they've had great ones. They've had really good ones ever since then, but I don't think any of them will top the very first one.
2: Yeah,
0: because it was the first.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it was and, it, so and different. It, like and it the was word, so much. The scenes that they chose match the words better, you know, the first season and things
0: like that. Mm-hmm. Well, and even mm-hmm. even now, like my mother says, my mother always, every, every season of finale, it it starts playing, her eyes well up, and she always says, I don't understand how Kansas had this song decades before the show existed. How did they write this song for them? Because they uh, wrote it for them. She, she, and it is baffling how well it fits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is amazing. I liked how it was this season that the can the actual Kansas Facebook page said we hear a we hear a show has a pretty good song to open their episode the tonight. <laughs> how and fantastic was that. Like, they tweeted it, froze. too. Yeah, Kansas yeah. has a Kansas has a Twitter account. They tweeted it too.
1: It was very cool. Yeah, and I I can say I've heard that song played live by Kansas and that was pretty cool. I have to say that was pretty cool. I had tickets to see it was Kansas Foreigner, um Kansas Foreigner Journey and Death Leopard at the um Kentucky State Fair a few years ago. And the people that we're riding with, dear friends, but they take their sweet time getting somewhere and we ended up missing Kansas. It's like, I wanna yeah. see them play carry on the way we been live, you know, and
0: <sighs> it. I'm, I'm sorry, my, I, jealousy, my jealousy for you getting to go to this in, at all renders my ability <laughs> to have sympathy completely oh. non-existent <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that well, if it, just, just to make you feel even there's, better, there's when nice I saw Kansas, I saw for them for with you. sticks, and sticks played renegade <laughs> Oh, wow, yeah and, uh, and I got dust in the wind too, which, you know, is a uh, Another great song. And God, it was back in college. I went to these tests and like all the rock Super Bowl. And I saw it was ACBC, Coco, the Doobie Brothers, and Boston. All one concert. Eight and a half oh, hours. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: It was them. And Boston have like, I think, four encores at least. It was. I love amazing. Boston. Boston's one of my all time favorite bands. So. Me, too, and they were fantastic, and it was so much fun to see AC, DC as well, you know. Yeah, it was very cool. I just dated myself completely, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, whatever. (laughs) Oh, and
1: I saw Journey, too, too, a completely different time. But he sounds, their singer sounds so much like Steve Perry. He's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just wanted to mention, I'm watching Skin as we're talking, and um, got to see the scene where the um, shapeshifter um, bot, who's now Peter Shinkoda, the Asian actor, um, got to see him get beaten to death or whatever happens in there. And got, I've got i been watching Fallen Skies um, through, you know, for the last few days I've been marathoning Falling Skies on TNT, which I've always thought was good, but I never really watched, and which mm-hmm. it is good. And spoiler for the second season of Falling Skies, which it's in the third season now, but just in case, spoiler for second season of Falling Skies, I saw Peter Shinkoda, that actor died twice today, once on Skin, on <laughs> and then also on Falling Skies, which also today on Falling Skies, there was an episode that had Matt Brewer and Ty Olson. And they are playing a general and, like, a lieutenant or a sergeant or something. Metford's general and Ty Olson's the sergeant, private, whatever he is. And they have so many mm-hmm. things that they're just standing right next to each other and everything. And i like, mm-hmm. That's just great. That's I was crazy. telling my friend the other day because she mentioned something about
0: Falling Sky because her husband watches it and she doesn't and I don't. But sometimes I'll be flipping channels and I'll see an actor and I'm like, oh, it's you. And I'll stick it into that show for a minute. I won't know what's going on, but all of a sudden, giant spider alien. And I'm like, what is this that I'm watching? Oh, <laughs> Falling Skies. It's oh, you know Falling what? <laughs> a, I love Falling Skies. It's terrific. <laughs> I've enjoyed it all yeah. three seasons. I'm it's not, amazing. I'm not a big sci-fi person. It takes a lot for me to to want to watch sci-fi. I wasn't really like a Star Trek watcher. My father was, so I know a bit about Star Trek. Just, you know, mm-hmm. growing up around somebody who watched it. I've never seen Star Wars at all, any of them, Oh, my God. Ah. Um, it took me a long time to watch Firefly. Yeah, in the theater. the Joss the, the, <laughs> yeah, Whedon of it all. I didn't really mm-hmm. want to watch Firefly because I was like, you abandoned Buffy to go make a sci-fi show? It's dead to me. <laughs> I've since remedied that, and I, I'm better. But, well, Falling yeah, no, Sky, so. I can't say it's, it's not that sci-fi. It's very grounded in humans. You don't and actually, humanity. yeah. You don't
1: actually see the aliens that you don't see the aliens that much at all, really. Really, because i us flip to it. giant spider alien. I've only ever but... there. I finished the second season today. I'm going to have to um, start. I'm going to start the third season next weekend when I'm off, and mm-hmm. not really them. You know, you, you see the aliens. You know enough, but you don't see them too much, and it's mainly, like um, Susan was saying, about the people, and I just fell in love with the people, you know, Hal and Ben and Matt, and you know, Mm -hmm. I love them all, it's just, oh, and I can't think of his name, the military guy that's with them, with Noah Wiley. Weaver. Oh, um, yeah.
0: Um, I love him. uh, Don, it's uh, Will, Will Patton, he's fantastic.
1: Oh, he's um, awesome.
0: I love him, and I love Colin Cunningham as Pope, as John Pope. He's he so yes. much uh-huh. fun. He does an amazing job. And Just amazing.
1: Um, Sarah um, Sarah Clark, I think is her name. Who plays um, Maggie? She's really good too. I like her a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a really, really, really good show. I like, it. and and who knew Noah Wiley
1: could be a badass? <laughs> right, I mean, you know, I wasn't a big ER watcher, but, I, you know, I do remember him from ER, and he was like the young kid guy on ER, and, you know, here mm-hmm. he's the the main character hero guy. And... and he's terrific, you know, I mean, it's not like he's um,
0: still very much a father-family figure, and he mm-hmm. was a teacher mm-hmm. before everything happened, and, and he still calls back to that, but, yeah, he's, he's, he's
1: quite the badass. Very good, very good. Yeah. Anyway, Noah uh, <laughs> Wiley will
0: always be. Uh, I always will think of a few good men when it comes to Noah Wiley because I never watched Yarn and I don't watch Falling Skies. So yeah, he was in a few good men. Yeah. That's the best I can do. Right? He was in that. Yeah. He's one of the Mar- he's one of the Marines that testifies for the prosecution.
1: Right. I never saw A Few Good Men. So. I'm I sorry. But. I <laughs> I don't, I don't You're the person that. who I never do. saw, you've never seen Star Wars. You have no reason to say anything about me. Okay. You've never seen A Few Good Men. However,
0: <laughs> two things. One, literally, A Few Good Men is one of the most quotable movies of all time, number one. I could, number I two, could totally
1: quote a movie and I've never seen it.
0: Okay, number two, I can totally catch a bunch of Star Star Wars references because I've watched other shows. I don't have to watch it to know that Luke and and Leia were uh, brother and sister. And at one point, everybody had to climb inside a big white thing for warmth. They killed a white thing and they climbed into it for warmth. I know that. I don't need to know anything else. There's carbonite or something, Darth Vader's father, Spoiler. I know these things. I don't have to watch the movies. That is... 8 hours of my life I don't have to give up. No, actually what like 12 hours of my life. No thanks. You wouldn't be giving up your life. It's that fantastic But like, I'm already completely spoiled for it. No, I'm, sorry. I'm already no. completely spoiled <laughs> for Star Wars. Like I can't hear you. <laughs> nah. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm completely spoiled. Not completely spoiled, not worth watching. Um Going back to Supernatural, um, one of the things, and I, uh, I, mean, I know I sound awfully critical when I say things like this, and I don't really mean that it's not coming from an, like a mean place, because obviously it's one of my favorite shows. But in skin, you know, we get the ID, you know, we get from the shapeshifter when he's downloading Dean's um, memories and emotions. That he has resentment towards Sam about getting to go to college, and that he had his own hopes and dreams, and this is not what he wanted to do. And then, you know, you go down and you skip down a few years, and Dean acts like he's always just wanted that, and it's never addressed that Sam knows from the shapeshifter that this is not really the life that Dean wanted forever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like. I really hate to say this, considering how I feel about certain things that have been brought up in the past year or two, but I really hate some of the things about being that a, that the ball has been dropped on. It's, a, it's something I really don't like because I think it mm-hmm. does the character a disservice. Do you think it's it's like? What what he wants or what he's like gets set to, gets set aside, and Dean does the setting aside. You know, it's like it's not what I want. It's what I have to do, and it's okay yeah. if I don't get this or that, or I don't maybe maybe. And sometimes oh, he feels like he doesn't it deserve obviously it. Is. Yeah, it. Yeah, it obviously is, but it's become this idea within the show that it's not so much. But you get the idea, if if you've just come in, I know a lot of people, or I know of a lot of people, who didn't start watching the show until, like, season four or five and then went back and watched season one through three or four. And if you start in the latter seasons, you can get this idea of Dean potentially that Dean didn't want anything else for himself. You know, you find out in those seasons that Dean was a dropout. He did get his GED a lot of his knowledge is swept under the rug and you he's constantly telling Sam like this is our life get over it there's no such thing as normal and how he never wanted normal. Mhm. But in the in season 1 you get a lot of being acknowledging the fact that he's a freak. And the acknowledgment that one that John was proud of Sam for going to college which he obviously if he didn't voice directly to Dean, he obviously voiced around Dean. Mm hmm And all those little things that, like I said, I think do the character a disservice in the latter seasons.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree. But, you know, I'm
0: also one of those people that, uh, I'm skipping ahead a lot, but in season five... Um, I wasn't doing the podcast with you guys, so I didn't voice this at the time to anybody uh, on air, but I actually really resent Dean being pulled into the mythology. It's not something I enjoyed because I liked Dean being outside of the mythology and really having like the literal team free will without having to declare that he's of free will that he didn't have a Mm -hmm. specific destiny, and he was, I always liked that about Dean. So him getting pulled into the mythology and being the vessel for Michael and all that, I didn't like it. And so, again, I think things like that do the character a disservice. I think Mm -hmm. having Dean, forcing him into certain roles, as the latter seasons have done, lose part of what made Dean Dean in seasons Mm -hmm. one through three, one through four. Mm-hmm. That he was just a normal guy who was a hero, you know. He, he yes. didn't have anything. And it was, that it was something he just chose to continue because you know the memory of his mother, the duty to his father and brother, the duty to himself to mm-hmm. get his closure for his to get his own closure. You know, he lost his mother at four years old. He wants closure. He wants vengeance. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like you know in season. Four of Angel when you learn that they were all were part of this big destiny and guns like no screw that destiny. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it in Angel and I didn't like it in Supernatural because I'm that's not a story that's those aren't my storylines that I'm interested in. I one of real, my one of my yeah,
1: all time yeah, favorite quotes real, is from um, but... one of my all time favorite quotes is from when then when they find out that you know Jasmine had been pointing out their Destiny for all these years is uh, when Angel says, um, if, "If nothing, if all that, we, if nothing we do matters, then all that matters is what we do." It matters is what we do. Yeah. I love that, mm-hmm. love that. Love that. Yeah, that's a great quote. Yes, it is. I like it a lot. And so, You know.
0: I do, I do miss being, Dean being the, the every, the every, the every guy guy. But any mm-hmm. any guy could be Dean Winchester. Not anybody can be Sam Winchester because he is the the, bo- the potential boy king. Like he has this path that he was set on, but anybody could be Dean Winchester. You don't have to be special to be Dean. You just have to have the heart to be Dean.
1: And uh, and and that is what makes Dean special. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, he's the he's Xander Harris of Supernatural to me. Which, and, you know.
0: and as we oh. know, Xander was
1: the heart. You know, Xander was the heart of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Xander may not have been the woman's man and, you know, as brave and everything as Dean is. Dean's got that over on Xander, but... You know, Xander was does he what really have really no real point where Xander
0: is cowardly. He says he's gonna be cowardly about it. He admits that he's scared, but he's always there despite the fact that he's not a vampire slayer, not a witch, not a werewolf, not a demon, not a vampire. He's just the guy that wants to do the right thing.
1: And in doing all that, Xander's what kept everybody else grounded and human and Exactly. You know, and that's what everybody, I think, loves about Xander.
0: The Zeppo. <laughs> so he's not. He thinks he is, but he's not. Uh, yeah. So Dean still shows great flashes of just being Dean. You know, I mean, we're we trying to do something special, but he's he's, like, doesn't... Believe his own PR, <laughs> you know. So you, we still get busty Asian beauty reading Dean, <laughs> you know
1: that sort of thing.
0: I, I agree. I just I will forever resent season seven for that. I mean, season seven, season five, which might be part of my issue with Swan Song. We might have just figured out why I have issues with Swan Song. Because again, well, you have this whole build up about let's let's force Dean into the myth arc, and in the end, it didn't matter because. The other half Winchester brother it was just that was fine, so we'll, we'll take that vessel. It Doesn't matter, any vessel, any any port in a storm kind of thing. I will forever resent season five for all that. Mm. Well, I think I think what happened was Dean couldn't fulfill that 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 destiny to be Michael because we got a sixth season. <laughs> and and
2: <laughs>
0: you know he couldn't he couldn't be Michael and Sam be Lucifer and both of them end up in the in the pit and be gone because one of them had to stay topside somehow and and not be an angel or, or something else. So I think I think that's why um, after all that build up about Michael and choosing in the vessel, well, he couldn't because. We got season six, and I'm not going to complain about that because we got a season six. <laughs> Fine. But on a storytelling level, no, I'm not okay with it. I'm, I, it's mm-hmm. been almost four years, and I'm still not okay with it.
1: Season mm-hmm. five of Buffy was my favorite, and season five of Supernatural is probably one up, up there with one of my favorite seasons. Mm-hmm. So huh, <laughs> see, now, you're, now you're wrong. <laughs>
0: now you know what it feels like to be wrong eh, whatever I feel I feel pretty good <laughs> I mean season five is totally in my top eight seasons <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it at that oh <laughs> my goodness um, but yeah I there are but the on the plus side, for the show going on as long as it has, there are so many things that are still left open in Season 1 that the writers can still mine from that.
2: So mm-hmm.
0: hopefully they do. I would really like them to. Yeah. So we got a little bit of an indication. They sort of look back when... Um, Clip Show, you know, we got, I mean, we sort of questioned their choice of what they do remember. (laughs) We went back to Wendigo and and Provenance, and those are all very early episodes and early characters, and I know it's, well, but I just, I appreciate that, that at least they were trying to go back and not forgetting about the early days and things like that for, for sure. Well, we do know from their Twitter accounts that um, Robbie and Adam were watching early episodes this summer, yeah, so what? hopefully mm-hmm. that's an indicator of something, yeah, what was was it Robbie or Adam was watching the episode with Missouri?, I, I think it was Adam. Hmm. Like, hmm, I wonder what's going on there. I mean, they may just be trying to get a things and not be specific. But,
1: interesting. Meh. Meh. <laughs> I know you have issues with the Missouri character, but I like her. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I have some too, Amanda, but I just,
0: no. in just a general, just a general, sense of or just a general point of interest that he was watching an episode from the early days again, you know, and he's working yeah. on season nine. So I'm like, hmm things that make you go. I would hmm. mag- I would rather than magically figure out a way to bring Adam back or Bella back. <laughs> oh, before I would back. want before <laughs> I would want to deal with Missouri. Oh, don't
1: get me started on Adam now. You know how I can rant about that for I'm just for a while,
0: saying that so. that's, that's the level, that is the level of, oh, please know that mm-hmm. I have for Missouri's character coming back. And I know that 99% of fandom disagrees with me, and that's fine. I accept mm-hmm. that. I just have the hugest of issues with that character, the absolute mm-hmm. hugest of issues.
1: Well, I think in our next podcast we can yes. go into them. <laughs> That's the next yeah,
2: but, uh, and I will, I will,
0: I will. Before that, that podcast, I will make sure to clean up my language for it because if I'm not conscious <laughs> of that, uh huh. Yeah. Well, I, I have a couple issues with with her. Yes, some parts I'm okay
1: with, and she was
0: interesting. But there are some parts that I I issues. So we that, that is an episode that I rarely, time. I rarely rewatch. I think I've watched that episode twice completely. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and oh. any other
0: time, I fast, I fast, yeah. I fast forward through her. Uh, or hoping
1: if we could if we um, Samantha Smith was talking with her, she might be able to come on. And which is perfect because I totally watch her in it. I love I her. I like say it. And, and talk about home, so you'll have to watch the episode for Samantha Smith's part. So. I will totally watch it, and, <laughs> and I here's the thing:
0: I will watch it, and I will even watch the Missouri moment. But it is not my fault if I have a huge rage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I so. totally respect your opinion.
0: I appreciate that. Um. But yeah, and going back to the episodes we're on, this actually, I mean, we you kind of we kind of talked about how Bloody Mary is um, such a Jess episode. But in in retrospect, I enjoy Bloody Mary so much more now than I think the last time I watched it was maybe three years ago. And I enjoyed it so much more now than I did then. It's always been a very throwaway episode for me. It's always been an episode I really don't think about or don't feel like I really like all that much. Not so much dislike, but really like. Mm-hmm. And rewatching it now, I I realize that I like it a lot more than I thought I did.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you. Do. I'm quiet, I'm looking at nail polish. <laughs> um, somebody somebody on Facebook linked to uh, FandomCosmetics.com that has nail polish for supernatural and um blood um blood ties and the Avengers and Doctor Who and everything. So I was like, Ooh, so that yeah, way. they're the ones that were winning
0: the they were winning the contest um last month. They're the ones that had like the they also do like the custom box that looked like the trunk of the Impala. <gasps> no way. Yeah, that's the same company. Well the the contest is over. You didn't win.
1: Well I didn't I, even know about it. It's all your fault. <laughs> didn't tell me. I'm sorry. I retweeted it with our account. If you're not
0: paying attention, that is not my fault. (laughs) I don't know what to do for you because I retweeted it
1: and I entered the contest. I think, okay, I remember that tweet and I think this is a different company than that one. I I
0: still follow them on Tumblr. It's the only thing I follow on Tumblr is them because in order to, uh, in order to and to the contest, you had to reblog the post. Okay,
1: we we do follow this company. Okay, so I guess you're right. Yep. Whatever. You, I didn't know. You at, that time, at that time, at that time, they only me. had.
0: Yeah, at that time, they only had the supernatural, and I think the Harry Potter. And then since um, then, yeah. they've rolled out the Game of Thrones, and yeah.
1: The well, Avengers, Mhm. The yeah, and yeah. Is. Mm-hmm. yeah they, they really do nice glitter polishes.
0: They're really neat polishes. So their website for anybody listening is fandomcosmetics.com, and um, they primarily well not primarily they pretty much exclusively do uh like glitter bomb nail polishes. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're like I th- they're themed by they're themed by character. So, uh, the Sam is a Ex-Blood Junkie.
1: Ex-Blood Junkie,
0: think, uh-huh. Yeah, Dean's was something about his GED. Six bucks to his name and a GD or something. Yeah, yeah. And yep, then, I've already uh, got
1: there was, um, Dean's Baby for Impala and Fallen Angels for Castiel. Yes. I put Dean's Baby and Ex-Blood Junkie <sighs> into my shopping cart already. <laughs>
0: It would just be a better deal for you to get the whole set.
1: But I don't much like, I don't think the um the Castel one is very pretty. I like Castel but I don't like that nail polish.
0: Oh that's how I feel about the sand polish. I didn't like it. I don't, I don't, like, I don't like I don't like glitter nail polish for anybody who's listening and and really cares about nail polish at all. Glitter nail polish. Glitter is the herpes of all cosmetics and crafts. It never goes away. It never dies. It's so hard to off. It's the worst thing in life. It's the worst thing in life, and I, uh, I will avoid glitter at all costs if possible. Out of my entire nail polish collection, I think three are glitters, and I really only bought for the names. I don't even wear them. <laughs> the the
1: glitter, the one for Dean Six Bucks. For his name is not a pretty. Gold with green, it's gold with green glitter in it, and it's yeah it's really
0: brassy it's pretty
1: so yeah.
0: um speaking of which, if anybody uh likes to marry their whole um fandom love and their cosmetics love, there is also um a website that I believe it's geek Girl cosmetics, I'll double check that, and they do mineral makeup. They were actually—they actually were at um, the Vegas Con, um, doing uh, selling supernatural-themed uh, makeup, and they do sell it on their website as well. And so they do other fandoms as well. They have Doctor Who and uh, Firefly, but they do have a supernatural collection, and it's—you should check it out. There's a lot of different pigments that they do.
1: Very cool. I really like well, the um, true blood polish. It's, it looks like it's holographic and it's very pretty. Huh. So well, since we've been reducing nail polish the uh, colors. Yeah. <laughs> like we, we've,
0: we've hit cosmetics, and we clearly hit cosmetics when we lost Becky to... The internet. <laughs> no, I think that's our cue, guys.
1: Yeah, it's like you know, let's let's not overstay our. <laughs> welcome. Oh, oh, I for, I totally forgot. Last week, I want to mention. Um, I want to give a big thank you shout out to at SBNTFW. Um, they're the ones who get us our sounds every year for our podcast opening sounds. Um, and they. Um, got us the one for season one to use this summer while we're doing the flashbacks. So thank you, everybody, um, to SPNTFW. If you're on Twitter, make sure you're following them. They rock. Yes. Yes, thank you very much. Do we have any last words,
0: announcements, announcements? Um, We don't have a set date for our next podcast, but I'm sure the minute we do, we will... Tweet and Facebook and everything else about it, so you guys will know. We we'll keep we keep working on that with them. This is now season one, and um, um I guess that's it. You always go dot
1: com for all the information you need. Yes. Little per- little personal thing. I want to go to Vancon this year, but I have no money, so I have um, put some supernatural things on eBay. You can if you're on eBay, do a search for Daisy Angels, D A I S Y A N G E L S, and I've got some supernatural things up there on eBay. They'll be on for the next seven days, so if you're interested, put in a bid for me because I want to go to Vancon. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I would
0: like her to go to Vancon. And I, so I need, and, think, I and anybody who's listening, think about it. If you fund her going to Vancon, you're also funding the opportunity for me. To scare her with Bloody Mary.
1: And i have to rethink this. I may have to rethink this whole deal now. <laughs> not yeah. how you're going. Uh,
0: yes. Okay. But she does have some all. really cool stuff up there, so you guys should check it out because they're, mm. if I wasn't seeing Lots that, of that of kind of stuff things. that I would want. Yeah, she's they're got very uh, rare stuff, some figurines, and if I wasn't trying to uh, save my own money for that con, I'd probably be bidding.
1: Some autograph things even, so. Ooh, they're all guaranteed um, authentic autographs. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, okay. I think just perfect. I think that's it thank you everybody for listening we will see you next time be sure and look for us on facebook and twitter winchester bros
0: uh, our site winchesterbros.com has lots and lots of supernatural news plus links to the podcast any of the charities that we have mentioned this evening uh gabe tigerman um hats off for cancer team levi uh all those for uh Informational links for those things, you can find them right there. Thank you for listening to the podcast,
1: blogtalkradio.com
0: slash media boulevard. In a bit, you can find this podcast on our site with the link at the top of the page. Um,
1: I think that's it. Anything else? Hmm?
2: Thank you, everybody, for
1: listening. Okay. Thank you for listening. Thank you for our caller. (laughs) <laughs> kind of called in about Bloody Mary. We like that.
0: And we'll see you next
1: time. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Nice Bye. Bye. Bye.